BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Yeah. Oh, here are some headlines. Um, oh, my God. The Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Amber Heard just testified <laughs> that Johnny Depp put a liquor bottle inside of her. Uh, yeah. You can probably guess where. Yeah, it was not her ear. No, I don't think that fits very well. No. God, I think the, those are two, two of the craziest people that ever got together in a relationship. Yeah, he I mean, sued I mean, her for defamation. That's what's yeah, at that was stake a ba- here. She's, that was a, a, she's a defense. That was a bad idea on his part. Because the relationship went really sour, you and know, he decided that she was framing me as a rapist, a sex fiend. A, you know, she... So she that's uh, why he sued. He she hired somebody from the ACLU to write the piece in the newspaper. So they got some activist, a wokehead from the ACLU, and they wrote this thing, and he should have left it alone. Going to court... I mean, did somebody tell him? It's like she's going to go on the yeah, stand. All the dirty laundry is coming out. That's every story. Right. She gets to explain everything you did to her. And so, how? What a dumb cluck he is. And she's completely insane too. I mean, the two of them. I was like, wow. All you got to do is walk out the front door. It's not that hard. Biden's propaganda minister Jen Psaki's done with being the White House press secretary. We're done with her. Oh yeah. Oh, she is yeah. done. She's done, yeah. Oh, I heard her lying just this morning. Well, they announced her replacement today. Oh. Karine Jean-Pierre, Jean-Pierre. Ah, a new liar. replace her, I guess, is it next week? Is that a woman? It is a woman. It's a black woman. She's the first one. Yeah. Oh, you know what? 
Uh, Jen Psaki being a woman intimidated the uh, White House press guys, uh, I read, is that uh, one of the guys says, well, you can't really argue with her because then you look like an a-hole. And I'm thinking, oh, that's interesting. You're a real courageous uh, reporter, huh? You're actually a White House reporter and you're afraid of looking like an a-hole because you have to be contentious with a woman? I mean, she stands up there and lies her ass off every day, and all the reporters know this, but they don't want to look bad because, you know, it's wrong to be uh, aggressive towards a woman. Oh, her replacement is Haitian and uh, has got a female partner. CNN journalist Suzanne Malvo is her partner. All right, well, that's the— She's uh, lesbian and she's black, and wow. That checks a lot of boxes there. It's going to make it even harder— for a reporter to challenge uh, successfully and aggressively. They're going to be worried about committing all kinds of uh, isms. Yeah, here it is. She will be the first black woman and the first openly LGBTQ plus person to serve as the White House press secretary. Plus? There you go. Oh, okay. Well, plus means all the other letters, right? You told me that. Oh, I, I, they should put all the letters. I mean, why Why do the other categories get short shrift? Yeah, they get short well, you Everybody's reduced to a plus. Nobody walks around saying I'm a plus. Plus just means we don't want to. We want to include you. We're sorry. If right. It well, I want to. I want to see all the letters. Everybody, I, we got to memorize all, all the uh, all the new letters. And remember, we talked about um, how we're going to have a ballot measure here in California uh, in November to gamble online. Uh, have you ever heard of Phil Mickelson, the golfer? Yeah, There's a big biography gambler. coming out that he lost forty million dollars in four years gambling. That's the allegation in a new biography on him. <laughs> Can you think, think about that? $10 million a year he lost gambling. <laughs> well, he made that people. kind of money. But yeah, golfers can do that. I mean, the game. So. You've read about the billionaires uh, in Las Vegas who come in and they blow tens of millions of dollars and they have tens of billions of dollars. So, yeah. Doesn't matter. I'm not so sure he has tens of billions, but no, he's, wow. he's fairly wealthy. You know, he has had a lot of endorsements besides $40 golf money. Million's a lot, though, to set on fire. What, for, what, for, I, what I got from that is he's not a good better. Yeah, for, Seems like he picked some bad teams or he likes to go for the long shot, right, over and over again. And What kind of betting does he Does he play? Uh, casino games? or? Uh... Well, that's a good question. Let me just see here. I, I, is it sports betting? Or, I mean, he can't... Uh, Let's see, it doesn't say. Between 2010 and 2014, he lost a staggering $40 million gambling. His lifetime uh, earnings from the PGA Tour is $13 million. So right. it's got to be all the endorsement money. He's taken home $800 million in endorsements. There you go. Hmm. That's, yeah, uh, he was involved in an insider trading case. That's why they've been able to get a hold of uh, some of his finances. So, well, I guess you have eight hundred million, forty million is what five percent. Yeah, that's your entertainment budget. Yeah, I get guess that so. adrenaline rush over and over again. It's just yeah. the adrenaline rush of maybe I'll win because he doesn't need the winnings either. He can afford the losses, doesn't need the winnings. That's weird. I just don't have that wiring. Yeah. I have to talk to Conway about this. Yeah, I don't know why I thought it, you know, it's probably not sports gambling of any kind. It probably is just uh, table games and cards and Yeah, I've never, like that. I've never, I, I, I had the impression he was a big gambler. There's been enough references, but I, I don't know exactly what kind. But yeah, $40 million.
we move over to the Supreme Court uh, opinion leak. That's the big story this week. And let you know, the update is it's not being investigated as a federal crime. So neither the FBI nor any other federal law enforcement organization is involved in any investigation. Right now, the marshal of the court is doing the investigation for the chief justice. That's all that's going on. It violated their their protocols. Their protocols, correct. To, uh, to, to keep uh, their, their uh, debates private, secret. Right. There are some legal experts that think it could be a technical violation of a federal law that prohibits giving a government document to someone not authorized to receive it. But under longstanding Justice Department practices, such actions are not prosecuted when the material is conveyed to a reporter for the purpose of making it public. And that apparently is indeed what happened. There is some speculation going on online, and I won't give this woman's name just because it's speculation. But there is a law clerk (laughs) for one of the Supreme Court justices that has spent a good deal of her time, both before and on the court, researching uh, reproductive rights for women. And reproductive rights for women would be code for someone that supports a woman's right to abort and probably is a big fan of Roe v. Wade. So, uh, And because this person is a law clerk for Justice Breyer, and he's leaving, you see, so that would also be another job's ending anyway. I've I've heard a couple (laughs) of analysts who were investigators talk about the uh, how many people are they looking at as possible uh, suspects. And you start with the nine justices, right? Yeah, I doubt that. Uh, but if justice themselves did this. I just don't believe it. Well, unless one of the uh, one of the abortion women on the court, you know, had a, just <laughs> went abortion. crazy. Is that how they're known? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> the, one of the abortion women. Uh, and then they each have four clerks. So you have the nine justices and thirty six clerks. Yeah. Now, for argument's sake, you could say that the five conservative justices who are agreeing to this opinion probably didn't leak it. Although there was some thought, well, what if what if one of the clerks thought his boss was getting squishy, right? Hmm. This would kind of freeze them because nobody wants to look like they're caving into outside pressure, right? Possible, right. but not as likely as uh, some abortion fanatic having a panic attack. So now you're looking at the other four justices and their clerks. There'd be 16 clerks. Mm. And I heard one investigative uh, analyst say, you know, you you start finding out who's the most vocal, who's the one who's really stewing once they found out about uh, the draft, (coughs) draft, the draft vote. Right. Because before you get to the draft, they they raise their hands, right? They they have their conferences. They exchange back and forth, trying to persuade each other. It's like, a, all right, show of hands here. All in favor of uh, killing Roe versus Wade. Aye. All right, we got five eyes, four nays. Okay. And then uh, I think uh, they they assign among one of the five gets assigned the opinion, and it became right. a lead up. So now you got these sixteen possibilities. Who's who's the loudest? Like who's the crazy person in the room? <laughs> They probably all know. I, be, I bet you they, that most of the people within the Supreme Court already know who the top three likely are. And then it's it's not hard because the computer you work on is a government computer. The phone you have is a government phone. They have complete right to investigate all your texts, your emails, um, any kind of messages that you use on social media. Yes. All, and they'll have they they could have cameras and you could be videotaped 
uh, making copies of the documents. We don't know if the copies were mailed or did they go to a park and drop it off like they used to. You know, there's a secret manila envelope under a tree. Or, you know, was it, was it electronically sent? But if you electronically send it, now you're definitely leaving a, a cyber trail, right? Right. So, but now a person, though, this emotional and crazy is not going to think about the evidence they, they left behind. And they're going to probably justify it because, you know, they're saving the right of abortion for all women in the country. Oh, yeah. People have to know this as soon as possible. Now, you so know. Because like, it's a draft opinion, they might be able to change it. Yeah, you know, like I think one of the senators said, it might have been Ted Cruz, it's like, we find this person. That's it for their law career. No one's ever hiring them to do anything. Uh, you know that they're, they're 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 not they're not going to work anywhere in uh, you know in big time uh, in the big time legal world because this is a, this is a huge breach because the Supreme Court justice like it's like a priesthood right and yeah. this is such a breach of the rules of the priesthood. Well, this online uh, speculator, who I won't even name either, though, connected this particular law clerk because of her. Strong opinions on reproductive rights, but yeah. also her husband's a journalist who um, <clears throat> apparently shared bylines with the political reporter. So there's a little there's a little trail of dots oh, that's there. Too, that's two big bells ringing. That's, that's some bells ringing, but uh, we'll see if that pans out. We got more coming up. Johnny Ken. All right. The Moist Line comes back around tomorrow. So you got a little more time to leave a message. Uh, the uh, iHeartRadio app is one way to do that. The talk back feature, the little microphone or call toll free. 1-877-MOIST-86, one 664 Seven eight eight six. One more note concerning the biggest story nationally this week, which is the leak, the draft opinion leak of the Roe v. Wade coming out of the uh, United States Supreme Court. Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito, he is supposedly the author of that opinion, has canceled an appearance. He was supposed to be at a Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals judicial conference starting today. It's a New Orleans-based appeals court he was going to go there in person and uh <clears throat> i think they want to lay low for a while um as we had mentioned well, yesterday you just get bombarded with all kinds of stupid questions you can't answer who want you know who wants to spend the day doing that besides the fact that you're appearing in public could be dangerous right now maybe oh yeah that protesters will probably oh, come and- they're getting all kinds of death threats in fact somebody published the uh, addresses of the supreme yeah, court yeah supposedly Justice. uh may 11th the pro- some of the protesters may be going to the homes yeah. of the six yeah. conservative, if you want to call them that, Supreme Court justices. Roberts is kind of one way or the other, but those are the six they're targeting. They're calling it the Ruth Sent Us Day. That's for Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Ruth. Ruth, Ruth Sent Us. Shows you how their, ignorant uh, they are. Ruth Bader Ginsburg said publicly that the decision was based on pretty flimsy. Yeah, she had reason. said that. I saw that. Right. She said it probably she made some speeches. It probably caused more trouble than good, because it, it was going to lead to this point. Right. What they should have done was stay out of it and let and let the states decide or Congress decide what the law should be. But by giving an order from on high, it just polarized everybody and made everybody really angry and crazy. Yeah, they're going to. Uh, the Senate's already got a bill to consider to have additional security. Sent to the justices' home, all of the justices' homes. They have a bill. Of, <laughs> well, they better pass it now. I, well, it was just introduced this afternoon by a, a senator, um, so they could act on it quickly because the, the protest day is next Wednesday, uh, May eleventh. So it's not exactly tomorrow. No, I know, but the but long, people could start showing the up. The lone wackos are going to be going to be out there. They 
they probably... So much of life is having to deal with the crazies. All these people are just this tiny, tiny little sliver of life, and they cause all the trouble. Honestly, can you imagine what kind of lo- what what kind of personality you have that you're going to spend the day screaming at the home of a Supreme Court justice? What are you going to be screaming at his wife? Uh, be screaming at the gardener? What are, what are you going to be doing all day? Chanting, "Hey, hey, ho, ho!" So and so has got to go. That was really? one of the chants. Of course, it was. That's the only one they have. They don't have many chants. It's the same ones over and over again. Oh, no. I saw another good one on a banner. I don't think it was a chant. It was, we must talk about the elephant in the womb. You like The that elephant one? in the womb. Yeah. Well, that's clever. W-O-M-B. <laughs> another one was, get your bands off my body. Instead of hands, the bands. Bands off my... B-A-N-S. It's the ban on the Roe v. Wade or the abortion. So, mm. No. Well, they, you know, if that vote holds, it doesn't matter how much they, they pro- that's what's funny. It doesn't matter how much they protest and scream. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like if you, if you, I, when I've read the news stories of the, of the real, you know, activists, the ones who run these organizations, the lobbyists, you know, part of the whole uh, complex, they know they're screwed and uh, that there's nothing they can do about the Supreme Court. It's over. So now they're just going to go state by state and try to either uh, get laws that protect abortion, which, you know, probably half the states will go that way. And then they'll try to get the half that wants to restrict abortion, maybe to to lessen the restrictions. But that's all you can do. All you can do. And then what they want to do is just set up a network so that the states where the abortions are legal, you know, you've got these – You've got the facilities to perform the abortion, safe houses for the people, some kind of funding to help uh, the people travel if they're if they're too poor and that you're going to have to work, uh, you know, build that network. But it, really, it's it's over once the Supreme Court issues their ruling, which is going to be next month. That's it's done now. I read that the other side, the pro-life crazies are now they're now they're going after the morning after pill. They don't. Oh, want that's that stupid. Well, that's stupid. Yeah, see, it's on both ends. Yeah, I know that. That's really they want ridiculous. to stop that from circulating. Well, they're, they're not. They're not going to. They're not going to get anywhere on that. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Yeah, you know what? The uh, Gascon Recall people announced that they have surpassed four hundred thousand signatures gathered. Now they need close to six hundred thousand verified signatures to affect a recall vote in November, but. Uh, they're doing good. They have until early July to accomplish this, so almost exactly two months, and they have to get a couple hundred thousand more. We're going to talk about that in the five o'clock hour. Recall DA George Gascon.com. And as we've mentioned many times before, most of his employees support the recall. They want their boss out. So it looks like he's taken some action against them. We'll explain what that is. Collective action, not just punishing one or two prosecutors at a time. This is more of a blanket action. We'll get into that in the five o'clock hour. Uh, how would you like to be in Turkey where the annual inflation rate has just jumped to 69.97%? That's right. So prices from a year ago compared to today in Turkey for many items is about 70% more. That makes Biden look good, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I bet you that'll be a campaign point soon. <laughs> sure why not could be worse could be turkey Uh, month on month food and non-alcoholic drink prices rose the most in that country Uh, the government said inflation will fall under its new economic programs which prioritizes low interest rates you know you know the the inflation is actually worse 
the percentage that the government gives? I mean, um, how's well, that? Well, because they 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 have a whole system to kind of downplay the inflation number. Oh, this is this is what they do in Washington, and everybody benefits from it. There's a story I was reading from a guy named Samuel Gregg, and he writes on economics. And he opened up with a really interesting story. Uh, 2011 was the last time inflation was on the rise. And he writes of the uh, president of the New York Federal Reserve at the time, William Dudley. He went into a working-class neighborhood in Queens to give a speech explaining why inflation wasn't a big deal, Hmm. which is what the Biden people were saying some months ago. It's not a big deal. Well, he noticed that he was not making an impact with the audience. So he picked up an iPad 2 and told his audience, today you can buy an iPad 2 that costs the same as an iPad 1, and it's twice as powerful. And somebody in the audience shouted out, I can't eat an iPad. (laughs) And it was the difference between the way the government calculates inflation and how people calculate inflation. Right. Because he said he was standing in a a grocery store and an elderly neighbor was in front of him, looked at the price of the total purchases, and she looked shocked and muttered, that sure doesn't feel like $150 worth of groceries. Like people instinctively know. I mean, I'm feeling that now, too. I went to the grocery store the other day and it was 200 something and I'm just looking at it and I don't have that much. Yeah, and right. I didn't have anything outrageous there, and it was like what two hundred dollars for it. And um, it, she, he writes, "I didn't have the heart to tell her that the bag of groceries is not included in the core inflation measurement. That's because energy and food prices are subject to sudden variations caused by crop failures or war, and the fluctuations in the price of a carton of milk are not thought to tell us as much about long-term inflationary trends." So they have core inflation that they use as their main guide. But then there's the food and gas inflation. And you might hear that in a report sometimes, excluding food and gas. And then there's another number that includes food and gas, but the government people don't pay much attention to that. It's like, well, those are things we can't control. And and then you have have, some of these uh, pinheads who calculate inflation by saying, well, you know, you could buy an iPad for uh, the same price with double the power. So actually. That's right. It's yeah. an upgrade. Yeah. So that, but see, that's the, not only put the statistics aside, that's how they think in Washington. They will look at something like the iPad example and use that to convince themselves like, well, it's not so bad. People shouldn't be complaining. I no, mean, look what they're touch. getting at. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. That's out of touch with the old lady who's standing there going, that's 150 bucks? That's, that's my old Social Security here. I, uh, yeah. I can't, I can't make simple. it. simple. I bought a quart of milk last week, and this week it's like 20% more. Yeah. I, yeah. It bothers people. And, and another thing he writes about here is that um, they, they – like your house. Because your house is not a consumable item because uh, you, don't, you don't use it up, right? You don't eat your house. Yes. You don't burn your house, right, like gas or food. Um, you can't spend your house, but the price of your house and all the other homes have gone up dramatically. So when it's time for you to buy the house, well, that inflation is unbelievable, right? <laughs> like right now, the pr- prices are going up double digits, it seems, every month. 
So there's a big piece of inflation if you want to buy a house. Now combined with the higher mortgage rates, suddenly you can't afford it. Hmm. And you might want to rent, but the rent is going up. Now, I don't know if the rent is, is, is put into the inflation numbers. So the whole point of his story is what you're hearing reported or what the government comments about or tries to convince you is not so bad is only a small piece of the story. There's bad things going on. They just don't count it. <laughs> nice way to avoid the urgency of the topic. Yeah. Uh, oh, here's a good story for you. We are not alone. Uh, as you know, California thinks it's going to go 100% renewables. I saw some story the other day that they were celebrating that there was one day for, I don't know how long a period, it wasn't that long, that all of California's energy came from renewables. We did it one day for like a short period of time. That just means we can do it eventually around the clock. I Unlikely. What, I don't know what that means. What, did they shut down all the, all the natural gas plants? and They didn't need them. Right. They didn't need it. Apparently, they were able to keep the state going with whatever they got from wind and solar and what other renewable energy sources right. that they have. For, so, for 15 minutes on a Thursday. It was a very brief period of time, I think. So the reason I'm bringing this up is that, of course, it's always an issue in California, as we found out a couple of years ago when we didn't have enough energy to, it was like a hot summer. Illinois has got the same problem. So the Illinois legislature is getting together to figure out what they can do because they're looking at possible rolling brownouts this summer in parts of the state. Solar and wind energy have not kept pace with generation capacity lost as they are retiring fossil fuel plants in that state. Same. Does it sound familiar? Same stupid mistake we've made. They closed the fossil fuel plants and the wind and the solar can't. Make up the Can't difference. make up enough of the difference. And now when the summer comes, and if you've ever been in Chicago and places in Illinois, it can get pretty hot there. And so. in the wintertime, there's very little sun. I lived there for two Chicago winters. Yeah, you did, right. There's no sun. I mean, really no sun for weeks at a time. I don't know. Is there wind off the lake that helps? Or there, the There's a lot state. of wind off the lake, yeah. But it's a big state, so they... But I didn't. I don't remember seeing any windmills on Lake Michigan. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Yeah, got you going. The Lala's. I love uh, Lala's. We'll be rolling out the George Gascon recall desk at five oh five. Big news! They have eclipsed another milestone in signature gathering four hundred thousand. We'll tell you what that means in an effort to put this on the ballot. I smell take blood. Take out of office the LA County DA. What's that? I smell blood. Political you blood. Do. And they've got a lot of money, too. Yeah, a lot of money. Oh, this is, this is going to be good. Somebody just sent a story that in San Francisco, some very wealthy people are giving to the recall of uh, Chase Abodin. Because <laughs> yeah. crime is, it's like 60, you know 70% of the people in the polls said, oh, it's my number one concern in that city. We call Places this, I won't go. We called this a couple of years ago. We said, nobody wants to live like this. This is not a political uh, debate here. This is getting up in the morning and wanting to live normally. And we can't if you're in L.A. or San Francisco. And there is going to be a bad reaction. And there is a bad reaction. Now, you were telling me earlier in the show you think a big bloodbath is coming. I'm, uh... Uh, I, I, well, yeah, I think, I think we, got, we got the best chance for a bloodbath. Because I, I don't know anybody who's happy. <laughs> Deborah Mark's happy. Oh, I'm always happy. See? 
Because you're happy, girl. I'm happy. You're happy? Oh, yeah. La, la, la. There you go. Somebody <laughs> sent a story for you, Deborah Mark, that I will now read. Ooh, goody, goody. It's a good animal story. Oh, I love it. A what? A good animal story, he said. Uh, we gonna, had a Massachusetts family out on the road, and they saw something that bothered them. A wandering and distressed animal on the side of the road. Busy road in Massachusetts. So they took it in and said, oh, look at that. It's a poor lost puppy. No, it was a baby coyote. <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they realized it. I could see you doing that. I could see myself doing that, too. If you look at the pictures, it looks like a little like baby husky. It does, actually. Oh, yeah, oh right. I love you, huskies. You would bring mm. the husky in, and then it would eat your dog. I know. Oh, I'd feel, oh, God, that'd be terrible. Uh, they called the New England Wildlife Center for assistance. Um, the sad news is they weren't sure about rabies, so they killed the puppy and opened its Wait, head up. And you said this was a good story. Yeah, I made that part up. Oh I God. had to ruin it. You were doing your little walk along with your lollipop, and I just wanted to trip you. Well, you did, and I fell flat on my face. I made that up. The young coyotes recovering comfortably. Wait, which did you make up? I know, I'm confused now. Was- well, I made up the second that they, that they killed the pup to see if it had rabies. Oh, so I made so- that up. Oh, oh I, I they, believed you. They do, though. They, they said that they were able to test it because, again, in, a little scratch or anything on a rabid animal can give you rabies. So when the right. family had the, the the coyote pup for a couple of days, so they had to make sure. But according to their testing, it's it's rabies-free and it's alive well, and they, they're they, caring for it. For and, the sake of the family, they better be right. It's a yeah, pup. I, it's a baby. Right. Yeah. It says if the finders had been bitten, scratched, or had extended contact, we would have been mandated to euthanize the pup and test for rabies. Mm-hmm. But uh, they believe that they were able to test it otherwise and determine it's not rabid. So, well, I'm disappointed. Then it's a happy ending. <laughs> well, that's I what was, I kind of said a, at the beginning of the no, story. I know, but I, I he got excited again because he thought you tricked me, which I thought you tricked me too. But it turned out, <laughs> yeah, that it's a good, ha- it's a it's a happy story with a happy ending. You should have seen her face. <laughs> what when you oh, when said I... that it died, that they had oh. to kill it. Yeah, I know. I tried to pull a fast one on her, but it was a fake. The, the coyote's alive. And, Yay. Uh, I don't Woo-hoo. know what they're going to do with it. Do they put it back in the wild? What do they do with it? Uh, I would think, yeah. Or send it to a sanctuary? Yeah, or, uh, sanctuary because it, it's, you know, it's an orphan. Is a coyote now. sanctuary? <laughs> Where's a coyote sanctuary? I'm sure there's an animal sanctuary that would be happy to take this little pup in somewhere. All right. Did, is there any more uh, uh, coyote sightings at the beach in Huntington Beach? No, they, they killed two. Yeah. And they, and they finally killed the one that they said bit the little girl, so or tackled the little girl, whatever the hell happened there. I don't think it's come back. I think it was just that one that was hanging yeah, it, around. Yeah, it bit her on the head and the neck or the face. Yeah. Yeah, she, got, she got a, she got a chewing. No, they finally found, they killed one that wasn't it, then they, this one ran off, and I think it was injured, and they got it, and they killed it, too. So. But this story, Deborah Mark, is more also in your wheelhouse. Uh, apparently... A New York man got so disgruntled over his tarot card readings, he went and killed the woman, the tarot card reader. Yeah. Uh, What a name. Giuseppe Canzani. 41 years old. He went to this woman's house. Her name is Anna Torres. 2.30 in the afternoon, got into a dispute, apparently thought she was a witch who had cursed him, pulled out a gun and shot her dead. He thought she was a witch. 
Hmm. Yeah, you see, he was going there for tarot card readings, but I guess they weren't turning out well for him, and he felt like his life was jinxed, and she was possibly the well, reason for it. A lot of those oh, women I mean. seem like witches. <laughs> no, they do. They do, yeah. Did you ever get into witchcraft? No. Of course not. <laughs> what do you mean, of course not? Of You're not course Wiccan? not. You're, no, you're I'm not around Wiccan. waving sage in the studio. Yeah, okay, that's, that's it. That's it's it. about one click away no, from putting on a spell no, on it, people. It, oh, pointy hat and... No, and I don't wear pointy hat. No. <laughs> He's got a broom in the closet there. <laughs> that's a negative. <laughs> no, I dated a girl who was a witch once. Yeah, he did. He she did? really was. Yeah, she, she was a Wiccan, yeah. Wicca, yeah. She, uh, Wicca, right. When... when one time I, I moved away for a little while and she would send me letters and the return address was Wicca. Did she put a curse on you? Yes, she did. Really? Yes. You can see it. I, it's, and it's, it hasn't been repealed yet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it hasn't been yeah. repealed yet. And one of, my, one of my friends married a witch. And she even had a black magic altar in their attic. I saw it. Oh was it God. Darren and Samantha? I would, <laughs> she would have. I married She a had witch. a little coven of witch friends, and she had all this black tape on the floor, and that was their guest room. So I went up in the attic to stay for the weekend, and uh, yeah, there was the whole uh, altar, black magic altar in front of me there. That's spooky. Yeah, nice. I, it's just, that's why I ask, because you're into all that. No, I'm not into all that. Yeah, all right. One thing. Like it would not have shocked me if you said, yeah, yeah I, I, I played I, around as a witch for a while. I would not have shocked me. Sorry All to right. disappoint you. Your update on the recall of George Gascon, the LA County DA, is next. John and Ken's show. Deborah the Witch is next. KFI AM640. <laughs> hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each individual. And for organizations, LHH provides consultative support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com today. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at AvalonWaterways.com. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese 
Join me and my husband, big wave surfer, Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order.